If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of InvestorIdeas.com podcast, looking at cannabis news, stocks to watch, as well as insights from thought leaders and experts. In today's podcast, we look at announcements from Aurora Cannabis Incorporated trading on the New York Stock Exchange and TSX as ACB, 48 North Cannabis Corporation trading on the TSX Venture as NRTH, Indiva Limited trading on the TSX Venture as NDVA, and the OTCQX as NDVAF. Tricome Financial Corporation trading on the CSE as TFC, and Cureleaf Holdings Incorporated trading on the CSE as Cura, and the OTCQX as CURLF. So starting with Aurora Cannabis, who announced that its Aurora River production facility, located in Bradford, Ontario, has received European Good Manufacturing Practice certification. Uh, The EU GMP certification is granted companies whose production facilities demonstrate a high degree of quality and consistency in their manufacturing procedures as it is a requirement for the export of medical cannabis products into most European markets. In addition, Aurora also announced that it's received all the necessary approvals from local regulators in Germany for sales of its medical cannabis products following a temporary sales suspension on certain products in December of 2019 and Aurora will fulfill existing sales orders from inventory currently held in Germany, ensuring that local patients will have immediate access to medicine from their preferred pharmacy. Aurora is leading the development of medical markets across Europe and around the world, said Terry Booth, CEO of Aurora. The EU GMP certification of our river facility further validates our strategy focused on a purpose-built facilities designed and constructed exclusively for the production of high-quality pharmaceutical-grade cannabis. I congratulate our team in successfully working with regulators and licensing bodies to assure Aurora's facilities and products are in accordance with the local and international standards that will allow for greater access to the highest quality medical cannabis products to patients who need them. Uh, So the Aurora River facility has a cultivation capacity of roughly 28,000 kilograms per year across its 17 fully planted independently climate-controlled grow rooms. And the EU GMP certification for Aurora Rivers enables the company to allocate both a greater quantity of dried and extracted product to international markets, as well as to introduce new products grown and produced in the facility. And to date, Aurora has received EU GMP certification for three of its 10 Canadian production facilities. Uh, So Aurora Cannabis, who has already been pretty heavily focused on the EU market, uh, now has another facility that they can start exporting to. Uh, mainly, obviously, back into Germany, where, again, they're going to be resuming their sales license after that temporary suspension. Um, And that's really the market they've established themselves in the most in the EU right now, although they are working to get into other areas. I know they're working in the UK as well. Um, And really, this is sort of the necessity for any of these Canadian exporters, or at least for the large-scale Canadian LPs, where now they've seen that just because of the lack of retail infrastructure in the Canadian market, exporting is a necessity for a lot of these companies to actually generate the revenue and also push out a lot of that product as they're producing so much each year. 
Um, a lot of it is just ending up drying out on the shelves and not actually receiving to any real markets. So having more of an export license there um, is going to only help them. And as mentioned there, they've really been focusing on making sure that all of their facilities are eventually going to have this EU GMP certification. Um, again, so for as of right now, there's still only three out of ten. Uh, but I know that the company is quite diligently working towards getting those other EU GMP certifications for the other facilities um, to eventually just allow for basically easier export for all of their products. Um, but again, it will be interesting to see whether a facility like an Aurora River facility, which is going to be much more high-tech production, uh, can compete with the price points of some of the lower-cost production points of the world coming again to Israel or South America, um, to see if those areas where just the climate of that area allows for really low-cost production of products and at a very high quality. And again, especially in Israel, there is the science background to heavily back that up. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if companies like Aurora can compete with those other companies coming out of other parts of the world uh, on a global export market. But for right now, they do seem to be set up for that. Uh, and again, the Aurora facilities are probably the most high-tech ones that are out there for the Canadian LPs, um, but as of yet, there still hasn't been a massive amount of sales generated out of those facilities, and again, uh, looking into the EU market, it still is just in its beginning growth phase, so as far as which sort of companies are going to come out on head and also where the demand's going to be in those markets, it's still sort of up in the air. Next, looking at 48 North Cannabis Corporation, who announced that signed an exclusive curation partnership with a new online gift-giving platform, Thoughtful, a creation of Indigo Books and Music Incorporated, trading on the TSX of IDG. Uh, so Thoughtful is a new online gifting platform designed to make finding a meaningful gift easy. Aiming to transform the way in which Canadians discover and select gifts, Thoughtful recently unveiled its beta version and is currently available in the greater Toronto area. So under the terms of the partnership, 48 North will be responsible for curating an offering of cannabis-related accessories for the Thoughtful platform and 48 North will be Thoughtful's exclusive cannabis partner, leveraging their trusted consumer band and relationships within the industry to curate an array of premium cannabis accessories. And at launch, 48 North Accessories Line F8 and recently announced female-friendly cannabis accessories brand Sackville & Co. will be available on the Thoughtful site. Partnering with brands is critical to breaking down the stigma around cannabis. 48 North applauds Thoughtful for embracing the cannabis can Canadian cannabis industry. Robust distribution is of a paramount importance to the success of 48 North, and this partnership will be responsible for introducing Canadian adults to the 48 North brand. Partnering with companies like Thoughtful is critical for a long-term goal of becoming Canada's most beloved and accessible cannabis brand, said Kristen Gauthier, the CMO of 48 North. Um, so 48 North entering into this Thoughtful creation with uh, Indigo Books and Music. Um, we've seen... Things like this pop up a couple of times, mainly more with the CBD industry, um, where there's been curated gift bags and things like this in the past. There hasn't been a huge amount of success or really build out of any of these sort of types of uh, sort of promotional partnerships in the past. Um, but it is a good sign that at least now, again, uh, for the Canadian market, more and more companies are willing uh, to quickly partner with any of these cannabis companies, even if it's just in accessories. Uh, sort of fashion there still is at least less of that stigma going away as mentioned there um, but as far as again where we're going to see the demand for this and how much it's going to sort of succeed uh, so far again there's only been small elements of this mainly with cbd products um, but 
We'll see if it changes that with cannabis-related accessories as well with the cannabis accessories market. Um, it really is a big difficulty as far as a lot of the quality products there are also the products that are quite expensive and a lot of the consumers aren't looking for that amount of price points for their accessories market. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if partnering with an Indiegogo books will actually bring in you know, more people considering those types of products for their female line. Um, again, there's been a lot of female-friendly cannabis accessories brands and cannabis brands garnered towards the female demographic. And again, not a lot of them have actually got a lot of grounding or really succeeded. And that just goes for any brand in the market right now. But partnerships like this might be an aid for building out brands moving forward. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Next, looking at Indiva Limited, who announced that it's received its edibles, extracts, and topical sales license from Health Canada. And the approval enables the company to deliver extracts, capsules, and its portfolio of award-winning edibles to Canadians. To say that we're excited to receive this sales license is an understatement, said Neil Moroda, Indiva's president and chief executive officer. This sales license is transformational for Indiva as it allows us to enter into new markets and product categories and distribute products nationally. We believe that delivering Canadians truly exceptional and innovative products is our calling, and through our passionate pursuit, we can normalize cannabis use. There are millions of Canadians who would like to consume cannabis but prefer to avoid smoking, and Indiva tends to be the solution to those consumers by providing chocolate, sugar, salt, fruit chews, and more. And we look forward to fulfilling existing purchase orders and having our products available to consumers on shelves and online at the earliest opportunity. Uh, so Indiva intends to immediately ship products to provincial wholesalers, including Ontario, Nova Scotia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and B.C., and the first edible products that will be coming to market are the award-winning Bang Milk Chocolate and Dark Chocolate Bars. Um, and they will be followed by the Bang CBD Chocolate Bars, which will be available later this year. So Indiva finally going to be able to have their products on the market. Uh, this has been a long time coming for them. They've talked about getting this sales license and have been working hard to get these products out there after sort of ensuring that they have some of the top products out there. Um, now they'll actually be able to get them into markets and see what the consumer reception is. And again, this is really what's slowing down that sort of tidal wave of new cannabis consumers coming to the market um, is products not being on the shelves and not having access to that next generation of products. Again, my expectation is based on what we've seen so far and on how things rolled out with the dry flower market with legalization is you probably won't expect to see really a full suite of portfolio products um, until probably July or August. And by that time, uh, it will be good, at least for marketing, to see with the summer sales if that does bring in that new consumer wave of a lot of people who are, again, hesitant towards smoking or most cannabis consumables, but are thinking of at least having an ingestible form if it's, again, at a lower dosage, 10 milligrams, which is what most or all of them are going to be for the Canadian market. Um, and also, again, consistency of the product and good quality flavor, which Indiva has really separated themselves out from. Again, they've done a lot of work building out their, their Bang chocolate bars and a lot of their brands. Um, but now that their products are going to be on shelves, like I said, it will be interesting to see what kind of sales they can generate. And also if they can build up that brand early enough um, to really separate themselves. Because again, Access has been the main thing that's been driving the market, at least for the Canadian market and even for the U.S. market in early uh, industries or early states that are legalizing, is what's available is tends to be what's bought, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of brand loyalty until the de market develops quite significantly. We're, we're starting to see that now in Colorado and California, um, but even still there, it's a slow uptake. 
Next, looking at Tricone Financial Corporation, who provide an update on its lending activities as it continues to build a diversified portfolio. The addition of Heritage and Cresco to our portfolio continues to be a disciplined approach to constructing a diversified and complementary portfolio of secured loans to companies operating in all aspects of the cannabis industry. These two loans provide our shareholders with attractive contractual returns on both an absolute and risk-adjusted basis and complement our existing loans to premium cultivators James E. Wagner and Goodbuds, commented Michael Rossetta, the CEO of Tricone Financial. And given the near-term operational and financial headwinds facing many operators in the cannabis sector, the current capital-raising environment provides Tricone Financial with a robust opportunity set from which to select, underwrite, and execute secured loans with attractive contractual payments and other forms of additional consideration that may have meaningful increased return profiles. So specifically, the company is going to be focused on opportunities such as financing the rollout of retail locations in Ontario, Canada's largest population base with 14.5 million people and only 28 stores today, which is growing to up to 20 per month commencing in March. Um, So that's one of the big things that a lot of people have been anticipating, a really good thing for Tricone Financial to be set to finance. Uh, Working capital and growth capital for selected operators with defensible business positions in both Canada and the U.S. and capital for restructuring, recapitalizing, and other situations. The business plan for Tricone Financial was predicated upon both the structural growth opportunity of the cannabis industry globally, as well as the counter-cyclical opportunities that naturally arise arise with high growth in nascent industries, said Michael Rossetta. Our team has never been as busy as they are today, and we continue to build our reputation as a preferred financial partner to the cannabis industry, while being an effective steward of capital for our shareholders. Uh, So Tricone Financial, who's again set themselves up to be in a very good position for this industry right now, especially with, again, a lot of those financial headwinds and a lot of the concerns for a lot of these companies. Uh, They're set up to be, again, probably overwhelmed with business. Um, but interesting to show which areas they're going to be focusing on moving forward. And again, talking about that rollout of Ontario retail, that's been something that's been expected in the industry for a long time. And again, a lot of those Canadian operators are going to be pretty aggressive to pounce in there, and it will require pretty heavy financing to get those stores up and operational in a very short amount of time, as I do expect that Ontario retail rollout to be quite aggressive and competitive especially when we've already seen what's been happening with Alberta and Saskatchewan and Manitoba, which are very low population, low sales provinces by comparison. Ontario has been sort of the big bait for a lot of these retail companies in Canada, and now it's uh, going to be a a very aggressive rollout probably over this summer. Lastly, looking at Cureleaf Holdings, who announced it's closed the transformational acquisition of Select on February 1st. So with the completion of this acquisition, Cureleaf solidifies its stance as the largest cannabis cannabis operator in the U.S. in terms of operational and wholesale footprint, including 53 open dispensaries and positions the company well for its next phase of growth. The close of Select deal was a major milestone in Cureleaf's history and marks an unprecedented phase of growth for our company, said Joseph Lasardi, CEO of Cureleaf. As we've scaled, Cureleaf has pioneered the U.S. cannabis industry, and we're incredibly excited about the future and our leadership role in it. Our entire organization is focused on accelerating our growth as a combined company with two of the fastest growing cannabis brands in the company. So the closing provides tremendous opportunities for synergies as it combines Cureleaf's national retail locations, vertically integrated structure, wellness brand, product range, and East Coast hub with Select's wholesale model, established lifestyle brand, and leading West Coast market presence. And this news falls on the heels of Cureleaf's acquisition of the Acres Cannabis Vertical Operations in Nevada and the award of preliminary retail and processing licenses in Utah. 
Uh, so Cureleaf has been pretty aggressively expanding for a long time, setting itself up to be one of the biggest multi-state operators in the U.S., uh, again, now achieving that milestone through its latest acquisition. And uh, those last announcements which came last week as well, they're processing license in Utah, um, really setting themselves up to be available in any possible opening market. Again, they've established themselves now well in Nevada now as well. Um, and now, again, through this select partnership or acquisition, sorry, uh, they really are going to be set up for quite the massive distribution channel uh, throughout the U.S. And this is really something, again, there's only a few multi-state operators that have really been able to sort of crack into a bunch of multiple states and do it well. Um, Cureleaf is one of them. And it'll be interesting to see just as each U.S. state continues to open up, it seems like all of them are eventually going to be heading towards some sort of medical cannabis program. And again, there is still the sort of low-hanging fruit possibility of federal legalization in the U.S., although most people speculate that that's a long way off, and that, again, it's still going to remain in basically the same sort of regulatory framework it looks today uh, with a state-by-state basis, which is why, again, for any of those multi-state operators, um, it's really secured their future as each state has made it so difficult with regulations to transition from one to the other. The companies that have been able to do that really do have a long-term competitive advantage in the U.S. market. And it seems that Cureleaf has really set themselves apart and, again, has established themselves as one of the biggest and the largest now so far. That's all for today's podcast. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. That's all for today's podcast. Podcast is now a certified word trademark on the blockchain through Cognate Incorporated CM certification. InvestorIdeas.com podcasts are also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and TuneIn. If you'd like to be a guest or sponsor of this podcast, please contact InvestorIdeas.com. Investor Ideas reminds all listeners to read our disclaimers and disclosures on the InvestorIdeas.com website, and this podcast is not an endorsement to buy products or services or securities. Investors are reminded that all investments involve risk and possible loss of investment. Investor Ideas does not condone the use of cannabis except where permissible by law. Our site does not possess, distribute, or sell cannabis products. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.